following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona, this is Brother Mike. I'm back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thank you for tuning in to the program. Today we're going to take a hardcore look at Simon the Sorcerer. Believe it or not, he sounds almost exactly like your typical American born-again Christian. Hey, will you call somebody and tell them the radio program's on? This is going to be a really interesting Bible study. Acts chapter 8 today. I'll make the announcements while you make the call. Thank you. This is Brother Mike. I am the uh, professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. Downtown, 15th Avenue, south of Osborne. Red brick building. HardcoreChristianity.com website, we have all of our services there, and uh, most of them obviously are free. All of them are free, actually. We have two live services every week, Thursdays and Fridays at 7 o'clock Arizona time, 7 o'clock Pacific time. Preaching, teaching, healing, and deliverance at both of the services. Sign up for one of our free seminars when when you go to the website. You'll find them fascinating. We do have healing and deliverance service after each seminar. I have a monthly teaching class. You might want to sign up for that on spiritual warfare. Uh, We have monthly seminars, women's seminars, a lot of different things. Thursday and Friday nights are our main services for teaching and deliverance. Brother Rick teaches on Thursday nights, and I mean that service is massively anointed. Don't forget about Sister Karen. She's on the homepage of the website, ready to list your house for sale. She loves working with born-again, spirit-filled Christians. Also on the homepage of the website, uh, get water baptized. Contact us on the website, or you can contact me directly, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. In addition, if you know someone that needs to be delivered, I have a special list, one, two, three, four, five, and so on. Send me an email at mike at hardcorechristianity.com, and I will send you the deliverance list. You can get delivered at home. You can follow the list and deliver someone else. It's free. Contact me today. Simon the Sorcerer, what an amazing story. Here's Acts chapter 8. A revival breaks out in one of the cities of Samaria. Simon is there, and he is amazed at Philip the Evangelist. And he um, turns his life over to Christ. He repents. He gets saved. And he follows Philip, and he follows later on uh, Peter and John, he acts like a normal born-again Christian. Acts chapter 8, verse 13, and Simon himself believed also. The Greek word for believed there is pistuo. It's the verb for the Greek noun pistis, which is translated as faith. Pistuo, the verb, is usually translated as believe or to believe. That's the same word used to describe a born-again Christian. And then it says he was baptized. Greek word baptizo, meaning to dunk. You dunk somebody in the water when they get baptized. You don't sprinkle them or hose them off. You dunk them, it says, baptizo. And it says he continued with Phillips. Now that's all the earmarks of a born-again Christian. The guy got saved. It was legitimate. It wasn't fake. 
It says uh, in the same verse, he says, he wondered beholding the miracles and signs which were done. That's also normal for a born-again Christian. They're amazed at miracles. It's also true of a Christian uh, that I, like me who has been saved for, literally for years. I'm still amazed at Holy Ghost miracles. He's fantastic. He's, he's the bomb, that's for sure. Verse 14, it says, Now when the apostles at Jerusalem heard there was a revival at Samaria, they sent Peter and John down. And then it says, when Peter and John came down, they began to pray for people to receive the baptism in the Holy Ghost. And it was happening, and Simon, the sorcerer, or the ex-sorcerer, was following them around. And he was utterly amazed. He was utterly amazed watching these people get filled with the Spirit because they were putting their hands on them, and they were praying for them. And they were getting filled with the Holy Ghost. They were all speaking in their new heavenly prayer language. They were speaking in tongues. Simon was utterly amazed at that. Verse 17, they laid their hands on them. They received the Holy Ghost. Let's talk about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Every person who's a born-again Christian has the Holy Spirit living in their spirit, man. That is the salvation measure of the Holy Ghost. And then the baptism of the Holy Ghost, of course, is the one that allows for God's mighty power to flow through you to do, you know, whatever God has called you to do. At the Deliverance Center, uh, we've all been baptized in the Holy Ghost, and we see people get physically healed, and we see people get demons cast out of them, and we teach the Word of God. So those are the kind of areas we focus on. The Holy Spirit has a lot more areas than that, obviously, that he focuses on. He's just, he's fantastic. He's the super bomb. He's unreal. He's incredible. But those are the things that we do. And again, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is real, and it will allow you to do these things. It is fantastic and an incredible gift from God. Verse 18, Acts chapter 8. When Simon saw, through the laying of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given to people, he offered them money to get this gift. Okay, so here you have a new born-again Christian. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's mesmerized by what he's seeing. And unfortunately, he has a satanic background in witchcraft, and he's familiar with power, but he doesn't understand and know how the Holy Ghost and his power works. So he's just thinking carnally because he has not renewed his mind. And he thinks, well, I'm going to give him an offering. And I'm going to receive this ability to pray for people. So they can get filled with the Holy Spirit. I see what an incredible blessing that is. It's really fantastic. And uh, there was some greed popped up. His carnal nature came back because he hadn't renewed his mind. He'd only been saved for a, a day or two. And uh, his greed came back. He said, well, wait a minute, I can, this, this Holy Spirit thing something you could charge for. So the poor guy's not thinking straight. He hasn't been saved long enough to renew his mind. He doesn't know the Word of God. But he's a very strong person, and he's been used to being in the public, and He's probably an extrovert because he had amazed the people, the Bible says, with his uh, magic. Talented guy, bright guy, intelligent guy, uh, probably very charismatic. But he's thinking carnally now, Romans chapter 8. He had, he's a carnal Christian now. He hasn't renewed his mind. He hasn't had a chance to repent of all of his sin. Well, Peter nails him and says, quote, your money must perish with you 
because you thought the gift of God could be purchased with money. You see, you don't have a part or a lot in this matter. This, this has nothing to do with you. You're, you're still a carnal Christian. Your heart is not right in the sight of God. There's another red flag that he's your typical 21st century Christian. He'd fit right into church right now perfectly. No one would even think anything of it. Your heart is not right with God. Euthus is the Greek word for that phrase. Heart is not right. It means your heart is crooked. It's not straight. Then he says, repent of your wickedness. The Greek word is metanoeo. It means to make an about face like a soldier. And you turn and go the other direction. You were, you were going, so to speak, north, living in sin. Now you've come to Christ and you've repented. You turn back and go back the other way. So Peter is calling out Simon the sorcerer on his greed because A, he doesn't know the guy and probably doesn't know he just got saved. Peter and John just showed up after the facts. So he tells him he has to repent of this wickedness in his soul, greed. He, and he tells him, pray to God if perhaps the thoughts of your heart may be forgiven you. Epinoia is a Greek word for thoughts there. Uh, it's not the regular Greek word, naama, for thoughts. Epinoia means thoughts that you've collected and intend to do something about. It's your mental intentions. He says, perhaps the mental intentions of your heart may be forgiven you. For I perceive that you are in, you are in the gall of bitterness. The Greek word for gall, gall there is kole, which means bile, literal bile in your body. You are in the bile of your gallbladder. And, by the way, that's where we got our English word gallbladder from kole, Greek. And bitterness, pikria is the Greek word there for poison. So this guy had poison still in his soul. He'd only been saved for a couple of days. He had not renewed his mind. He hadn't repented of everything. He was still struggling. And he had not gone through deliverance. That's the point I want to make in this story. He's your typical 21st century Christian. He got born again. He got saved. He started attending church, but he never went through deliverance. And as a result... He had gall and bitterness and iniquity in his soul. Can you see that? And now you understand, now you understand why there's so many carnal, lukewarm, gutless, loser Christians running around, not just Phoenix, but everywhere else in the country. You can see that because he had not gone through deliverance. Peter and John didn't know he hadn't gone through deliverance, and apparently Philip had not taken him through deliverance. So he still had demons from his sinful life, and he was involved in what I call carryover. Carryover is when you carry your demons from your sinful life into your Christian life, and you don't go through deliverance to get rid of them. The normal procedure is to get saved, go through deliverance, get rid of the demons, get baptized in the Holy Ghost, and then start renewing your mind. That's ideally how the process should work. In our society, because the churches are so spiritually bankrupt, so gutless, so useless, they've aborted that process and just preached salvation to people and Sunday school and, and studying the Word, but they don't get them filled with the Holy Ghost and they don't get them delivered from demons. 
The Pentecostal churches should know better. They're the ones that will be judged the harshest on Judgment Day because they were given much, therefore much is required from them. The Pentecostal churches don't even know how to do this. They preach salvation, they preach the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they preach healing, but they don't take the people through deliverance. And as a result, they leave these Christians, oceans of them, in bondage, like Simon the sorcerer. And Simon then answers and said, please pray to the Lord for me, so none of these things happen to me. You know, the guy didn't understand everything. He wasn't taken through deliverance. He didn't know he still had demons. He probably didn't even know he had any demons. The guy wasn't helped. He didn't get the proper training or teaching, just like Christians nowadays. This whole thing can be aborted, and I can help you. I do it all the time. 602-636-5800. Send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I will send you the miracle deliverance list. I'll mail it out today if you email me today. Come for deliverance. Come for healing. I'll see you Friday night at 7. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.